0: The show begins! inventors, builders, tinkerers, and fellow motor-goaters! Kapow the Mechanical pygmy Goat here, podcasting from Lucy Wow's barn in Pflugerville! I have to tell you, I sure do enjoy being Lucy Wow's sidekick! With Lucy, not only do I get to eat all the sunglasses and bolts I want, but I get to be a part of inventing new things every day! I love inventing! It's a big part of who I am! In fact, since Lucy Wow invented me, You could say an invention is what I am. The thing about inventions is we often take on a life of our own. Inventions are always changing, evolving, being innovated and improved upon. Sometimes an invention that plays a big role in your life began as something totally different. Which brings us to today's invention, Netflix. For hundreds of millions of people all around the world, Netflix is the place to go for movies and shows. Its services alone constitute over 15% of all the world's internet bandwidth. Netflix is such a big deal that there are even ice cream flavors named after it. And you don't get any bigger than dessert if you ask me. But Netflix hasn't always been a streamer. In fact, when Netflix started out, there was no such thing as streaming. Netflix began as a company that sent DVDs to people by non-electronic mail. So let's take a look at how a DVD in the mailbox turned into an app on your phone with more than 200 million subscribers around the world. Netflix was founded in 1997 by Mark Randolph and Reed Hastings in Scotts Valley, California. Reed had served in the Peace Corps as a high school math teacher in Swaziland before founding a software company that was worth $700 million. But just because you make a lot of money doesn't mean you don't carpool. Reed commuted to work every day with his vice president, Mark Randolph. It was during this commute that they came up with the idea to start a company that would mail out DVDs. You see, back then, if you wanted to see a movie at home, you had to buy it or go rent it from a video store. Basically, you had to go out to stay in before Netflix. These two guys wanted to change all that, but they were worried. What if the DVDs broke in the mail? So, they tested their idea by mailing DVDs from work to their homes in Santa Cruz. Sure enough, the movies arrived in perfect condition. It had worked! Inspired by this success, they went ahead and started Netflix. You probably figured it out already, but the name Netflix is a combination of net, as in internet, and flicks, as in flicks or movie. Sometimes a simple name is the best name, But a name like Kapow is even better. Netflix launched in April of 1998. They only had a few people working for them and just under 1,000 movies at the time. Here's how it worked. Users ordered movies on the Netflix website and received DVDs in their mailbox. When they were finished watching a movie, they would mail it back to Netflix in the envelopes provided. Rentals cost around $4 each, plus a $2 postage charge. Users could keep the DVDs for as long as they liked, but they could only rent a new movie after returning their existing one. It didn't take long before they were a hit. People loved opening the mail and finding a new movie waiting for them. By the year 2000, Netflix was very popular and had started to cut into the business of DVD rental stores, the biggest of which was called Blockbuster. Since they were in the DVD rental business, Reed and Mark went to Blockbuster and asked to partner up. (laughs) Had Blockbuster agreed, they could have bought Netflix for $50 million. Netflix is now worth over $250 billion. But the CEO of Blockbuster just smiled and laughed at them. Whoops! Now, I don't even have a physical mailbox right now. I ate it for breakfast last week, but I still have Netflix. So, what happened? Well, in 2007, there was a new kind of technology that Netflix decided to play with. It was called streaming and it allowed people to watch movies on their computers without having a physical DVD. Netflix called their new streaming service Watch Now. It was a huge shift in the company's business model. So they tested it first using only a thousand movies, only on PCs, and on Internet Explorer. If you had a Mac, you were out of luck. They limited the number of hours of streaming to 18 hours a month. 18 hours? I stream that much every hour. Wait, oh that can't be right. Anyway, back then, no one knew how big streaming would get. People didn't even know if anyone would want to watch a show on a computer. But guess what? They did, you did. By the end of the year, Netflix had 7.5 million streaming customers. They still sent out DVDs in the mail as well. But the company was evolving, changing, innovating, kapowing. With streaming, People didn't have to wait for the DVDs to be mailed anymore. With no one waiting, they started watching a lot more content. Netflix decided rather than just renting out other people's movies and TV shows, they should just make some of their own. So in 2012, they released their first original series called Lilyhammer. It was a small hit, but successful enough that they made another show called House of Cards. And that one was an enormous hit. Soon Netflix was making more shows and movies than anyone, and those 7.5 million streamers had been joined by a couple hundred million of their friends. Netflix just kept growing, and like all things that grow, changing. It just goes to show, when you invent something, that's only the beginning. Inventions are always evolving, changing, getting bigger, and getting better. Just like you. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention. Come back tomorrow and we'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? There's Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn making all sorts of dangerous stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. We go big and then we go bigger. There's Bobby Wonder, an alien who may live here, but is always having out of this world adventures. And oh, if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That is a real winner. I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories and you can too. Keep on the likes, folks. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein's Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Oh yeah, also remember, Friday is listener mailbag. If you've got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or little Ol Me, send it to Kapow at GoKidGo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. It's very exciting. Have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go Kid Go!